Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on today's show. My name is JJ Jackson, the host of the program. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and you can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Do us a favor, make sure you follow and subscribe to this podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. If you are watching us on YouTube, thank you for doing that. It means a lot when you take time out of your schedule to watch us each and every day. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well on YouTube. I want to welcome in my very good buddy, Kevin Connolly. He's the site expert for Ball Durham, and we're going to be talking about the Duke men's basketball team here today. Kevin, how are things, man? I'm good, JJ. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for coming back on the program. I've been in a major fill-in-the-blank mood where let's create a statement about Duke men's basketball and find a word, a player, somebody to fill in. Sound good? Sounds good. Looking forward to it. All right, let's get right to it. The first one's a good one. We've talked about this a little bit off the air, but our first fill-in-the-blank today, looking at this year's upcoming team, Kyle Filipowski is most like blank, and we're looking for another Duke player here is the spirit of this one. So Kyle Filipowski is most like blank, and I'll throw in the fact, Kevin, Now, we've never seen this guy play a game yet for Duke. We have never seen a college basketball game. So this is pure speculation on highlights and that sort of thing that we've seen. But uh, what do you think with this one? You know, we've never seen him play a college basketball game, but I was lucky enough um, last winter to see him actually live in person. Awesome. Uh, He he came up. um, I'm, I'm out of the New York area, and his team came up to Brooklyn and believe it or not, there his, his high school team was playing West Town and Derek Lively. So I got to, to see the two of them. So that's the first I, – I got to see him play in person. And John Shire, Nolan Smith, Emil Jefferson, they all came up to watch the game. It, it, was, it was a really cool game to broadcast. But, you know, I, I've watched his YouTube. I've watched him in person. And when you first sent this to me, I was like, Ryan Kelly. I was like, he's Ryan Kelly. But, like, then I think about it, like, I don't think he is Ryan Kelly because I think – I don't think Ryan Kelly could play inside and outside like Kyle Filipowski can. Like, I think Ryan Kelly probably a better, was a better shooter than Filipowski, but like, I think Filipowski has a better inside game than Ryan Kelly. I know off air you brought up Matt Hurt, but like, I think Filipowski is a better rebounder than Matt Hurt. I think Filipowski is a better, a much better athlete than Matt Hurt. Like, I, I can't if I can take pieces from everybody's game and put it all together. It, it's it all sounds good, but like, I can't come up with like that one former Duke player that I think like is him. And like, I I just kind of lean towards like Ryan Kelly, but like, like Philly Powski is, I feel like he's a better athlete and I feel like he he has a better inside game. And Kelly was probably a little bit of a a better shooter. Well, fortunately for us, this is just a thought exercise, right? And and the the statement is Kyle Filipowski is most like blank. So not necessarily because I'm there with you. Obviously, all of these game, all of these guys, they're not identical copies of one another. 
but the pure similarities that are there, the two names that immediately came to mind for me were the same. It was Ryan Kelly and it was Matthew Hurt. Bigger bodies that could really shoot it from the outside, had great percentages from three-point land in their Duke career, did a fair job rebounding the basketball and that sort of thing. So are you more Ryan Kelly, you think, if you had to pick between the two? Yeah, I think, I think that's I where would. I'm ending up. Yeah, I think I would go Ryan Kelly too. Let us know what you think in the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. Maybe there's a name we're not thinking of. Let us know what you think with that one. All right, Duke's ceiling for the 2022-2023 season is blank. I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, I'm going to go Final Four. Okay. I don't don't think they can win the national championship. I'm I'm disappointed that you're stopping shy of the national championship, but I do want to hear you out. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they can win the national. Like, I think they can win the national champion. I don't know if they will. Like, I, I think I think if this team made it to the final four, I think everyone would be happy. I know the expectation in Durham is, is national championships, and that's always going to be the expectation. It's kind of like like the New York Yankees that World Series, it's World Series are bust every year, and you kind of feel like that's the same way with, with Duke basketball. But um, I, I think their ceiling could be a final four team. Um uh, do I hope they win the national championship? Of course I do, but um, I don't know. Just right now, uh, in late August, I don't think I don't think they're a national championship team. I love this. I love the conversation and talking about the ceiling for the Stukeman's basketball team going into the season. You're right; it is a national championship program. Anything short of that, in a lot of ways, I think disappoints people. Uh, given that the roster turnover is what it is for Duke basketball. Yeah. That's a really high standard to continue to uphold, that every single season we're expecting to win a national championship. But Duke continues to recruit at the highest of high levels. They've got an experienced point guard coming back. And Jeremy Roach, who we'll talk about a little bit more later, they've got a big front court with Filipowski and Derek Lively on the outside. So many guards that can get out there as well. And just looking across the rest of college basketball, I still think this Duke team is very much so capable of winning a national championship. So final four is fair, but I do want to say that the ceiling of this team is winning it all. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. Like, I mean, if, if you're saying that the ceiling of a team is a is the final four, well, then why can't they win two more games? You know what I mean? <laughs> so so, so um, I, I can't disagree with you, but just right now, I, I don't I don't think they win the national championship, but you can ask me that in December, and I was like, yeah, yeah they can. I can see them winning the national championship. But in, in August, I don't know. I, I just can't see it right now just because of that youth. And, and I know we're going to talk about Jeremy Roach a little bit later, but uh, it, it's that's it. It's really just him who has that experience. And um, But experienced guards always win in March. And amen, they do. And we saw Jeremy Roach make some big-time plays in March this past year, and he's back for another season with the Duke Blue Devils. Again, Duke's ceiling for the 2022-2023 season is blank. Tell me in the comments what you think it is. Also, send us your thoughts on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Let's take a brief timeout. We've got more fill-in-the-blanks coming up in just a moment. Today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils is brought to you by BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back in here to Locked On Blue Devils. J.J. Jackson alongside my buddy Kevin Connolly, the site expert for Ball Durham. Kevin, if this is the first time someone's listening to you and I have conversations here on Lockdown Blue Devils, and they are totally unaware of what Ball Durham is. First things first, shame on them. But then, if you will, give us a plug for what you got going on over there at Ball Durham. So Ball Durham, anything Duke, we do it. Anything you want, any sport, any professional, any, anything, you, we, you want it, we got it. Uh, BallDurham.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at Ball underscore Durham. Um, we got all your Duke needs, you know, it's on vacation uh, last week and a half, but we're back and, and we're ready to go get a little football season coming up. And obviously we all know that uh, Duke basketball never sleeps. So uh, going to have a big, big fall and obviously a big winter. The coverage is picking up. That's for sure. What an exciting time for Duke athletics. We've got Mike Elko in the first year being the football head coach, John Shire first year being the basketball head coach, tons of change in the world of Duke Athletics, and you got to follow Ball Durham for all their great coverage. All right, let's keep going. Filling in the blanks. Being the best team in the ACC is blank for Duke men's basketball this season. Being the best team in the ACC is blank. What word comes to mind? Possible. I think okay. it's very – I think it's possible. Um, I think – Talk. everyone said the ACC had a down year last year, down year last year, but you look at the NCAA tournament, the teams that got in, they won. Duke. Carolina, Miami, so on and so forth. The teams that got in won. Um, I think it's possible. I think the ACC as a whole is going to be better this year. Um, I think Louisville takes a step up with Kenny Payne. Carolina went to the was 20 minutes away from winning the national championship last year and returns, what, four of their five starters? I think they're going to be just as good. Duke is always going to be there. I think Virginia gets better this year. So it, it, it's going to be more difficult being the best team in the ACC, but I think it's definitely possible for this Duke team the biggest question is their youth. Can their youth handle going on the road in the ACC and winning? Possible is a great word. Attainable, likely, unlikely. I'm also accept statements when we do things like this, right? So being the best team in the ACC is going to be a challenge for Duke for all the reasons that you laid out there. You look eight miles down the road in Chapel Hill, what North Carolina is doing with everybody coming back. That's going to be a really good team. Tony Bennett always has his squad ready to rock and roll there with Virginia. Uh, Florida State took a bit of a yep. step back last year. I would expect Florida State's got to be a little bit disappointed with how 2021 went for them, uh, and they want to bounce back going into this upcoming season. So it will be a challenge for Duke to be the best team in the ACC this year, but I do think it can happen. I think attainable is a good word to throw out there for the Duke men's basketball team because – Look, they're, they're one of the best teams in the entire country. They showed it at the end of the year. They've got a really talented class coming in, and they've got that top guard leading the way. Next one up we've got is blank is the most skilled shooter. Blank is the most skilled shooter. I, I think this might be an easy one. I think it's Jaden Shoot. Yep. I, I think I think this might be a, a slam dunk there. I've seen some of the, the videos that they posted um, of the scrimmages and practices or whatever. And this guy, he seems like he's stuck on automatic. Yeah, stuck on automatic is one way to put it. I mean, I, I've joked before, in the uncut scrimmage footage that we've seen from Duke men's basketball, Kevin, we haven't seen Jaden miss a shot. Yeah. 
Like, we haven't seen a miss. So the most skilled shooter, I think, would be Jaden Shoot. I think that's pretty easy to choose from. Over the last 10, 15 years, 20 years, whatever you want to look at if you're looking at Duke basketball, that's more of a conversation. You know, the most skilled shooter over the last 20 years, that's yeah. difficult. But you, this you year got some, Yeah, you got, you got some big names in there too. Who are you thinking of? I mean, JJ's got to be the first one that comes to your mind. Yeah. Um, one, I mean, look a little more recent. I mean, Luke Kennard, if, if you're talking more recency, I mean, one guy I'm not sleeping on is Andre Dawkins. Andre Dawkins. Thank you I for mean, playing him, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sleeping on him either. So, um, that's, that, that was, that would probably take a, a, a little bit more time to think, but I've got to go with JJ Redick. Duke had a year with both Andre Dawkins and Seth Curry on the basketball yeah. floor together. And yep. Seth Curry and Andre, and Luke Kennard are leading the NBA in three-point percentage this past year. Those guys are just doing incredible stuff shooting the basketball. So, uh, no, but for this year's team in particular, I think it is Jaden Shoot, the most skilled shooter for Duke men's basketball. How likely do you think it is that he's going to have a big role this year? I think it's going to be likely in spurts. Like, he's going to come in and they're going to need, like, you, you hear a lot about it in the NBA, a 3 and D guy. That's what they're going to need. Like you're not going to see him put the ball on the floor a lot because I don't think that's going to be his role. You're going to see him in the corner. You're going to see him almost like in that Clay Thompson esque role where he had the whatever it was, thirty points on five dribbles or whatever. Right. Like that's what you're going to need out of him. Catch it and shoot it. That's that's going to be your thing and play serviceable defense. Let's finish up our fill in the blanks with my buddy Kevin Connolly from Ball Durham. We do that after our final timeout today here on Locked On Blue Devils. Thanks again for making Locked On Blue Devils your first listen every day. The ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Final segment here on today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson alongside Kevin Connolly, the site expert for Ball Durham. You mentioned all of your Duke athletics needs can be found at Ball Durham. And here we are talking, Kevin. We're now weeks away from the first Duke football game of the season. At this point, we are two weeks exactly away from the football team playing. They've got a Friday night opener against Temple. How excited should Duke fans be that we've got a new head coach in the mix after 14 seasons of David Cutcliffe? I think they should be really excited. I mean, this program, it's might have fallen off over the past couple of years, um, but David Cutcliffe took it from the ashes just about. Um, so, I mean, you got to give major credit to him. And and don't forget, I mean, first-year head coach, it seems like there's a lot there's a lot of buzz around this program, especially recruiting-wise. Yeah. Um, but uh, don't be surprised if the results aren't there year one. But it seems like this program is 100% trending in the right direction. The recruiting buzz is awesome with yeah. this Duke men's basketball or with the Duke football program and what Mike Elko has been able to do. 20-some-odd recruits so far in the class of 2023 that are off and rolling. So uh, can't wait for football season again. Two weeks from today, Duke takes on Temple. All right, final fill-in-the-blanks for today's episode, Talking Men's Basketball. Again, my buddy Kevin Connolly here on Lockdown Blue Devils. Jeremy Roach's impact will be blank. Looking at his upcoming junior season, that's what we're discussing. A word, a statement. You have the opportunity to finish this thought for us. Jeremy Roach's impact will be blank. Vital. 
Vital, like vital. That, that is a perfect. Oh my god, I'm jealous. I didn't think of that myself. It's it's vital. I mean, like he's the one person they can't lose. Like like yeah, they do have a backup point guard and Jalen Blake's who had a really good uh, couple of days overseas with Team USA when they were playing um, in like their college Team USA. He performed well, but like he, Jeremy Roach is the one guy you were thrilled that was coming back. We talked to it. We said veteran guards win in March. Jeremy Roach is vital, absolutely vital for this Duke team. And I, I think not only the play on the floor, again, I don't know what word I was going to throw out there. I was kind of thinking the same thought process, and here you are, Kevin, presenting the word vital, and that's exactly – it's vital that I run with that word, so that's what I'm going to do. But the impact off the floor even, yeah. because let's talk about the fact that this is a junior on the Duke men's basketball team with very little experience, only he and Jalen Blake's, are the two returning scholarship players from last year's team. Like his impact on the team has to be in the fact of what does it mean to be a Duke men's basketball player on top of, hey, I've got to be one of the top players out on the floor too. And I think it's important to note that like he's been through it all. Like he went he went through the the 2020 or 2021, I guess, COVID season when there was nobody in the crowd and for lack of a better term, they stunk. Right, And then he also goes through 2022, Coach K's last year. I mean, you couldn't have ended it on a worse note, let's be honest, with, with losing the Final Four to, to Carolina. But he was the one that hit big the big shots against Michigan State and Texas Tech and, and Arkansas. He, he, he was big in that game too. So he, he's, been, he's been through the ringer in two years at Duke. And that's only going to make him and the team better, uh, like you said, on the court and off the court. Vital the impact for Jeremy Roach this upcoming season. All right, one more, and we got to have some fun to to wrap this up. Fill in the blanks, and again, all of these. Let us know in the comments what you think uh, should fill in the blanks for these Duke basketball statements here today. Blank has that dog in him. Another easy course, one. <laughs> another another easy one. Let me set I it think. up. If people have no idea what we're talking about, you obviously, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, are there in that New York area. The Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, headline material, he, quote, has that dog in him. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you see the Jets flag there from Mr. Connolly. So this is an easy one for you, you say. Blank has that dog in him. Who do you want to say? Derek Whitehead. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk That's about, I mean, say. talk about like I'm I'm in that New York, New Jersey area. That's where before Derek went to Montverde, that's where he was. He's from Newark. Um, yeah, Derek Whitehead. I mean, this this guy, I think he's got a chance to be a national player of the year candidate. That's how good he is. Um, he doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah, he's he, he and you say dog, uh, bulldog. That's uh, he's he's that type of player. I think Duke fans are gonna absolutely love this guy. Um, I've seen improvement even throughout the course of his final year in high school to the All-American games or whatever in his shooting, which has probably been the biggest weak spot of his game. Um, but, yeah, Derek Whitehead, I think in a couple years um, you're going to see him be like a Jason Tatum-esque player in the NBA. I think that's the level of stardom this kid's going to eventually reach. Yeah, absolutely love Dariq Whitehead. I cannot wait to see him play. We mentioned a lot of these freshmen for Duke, and, and again, haven't seen them play a college basketball game yet. It's so interesting throughout the course of a freshman year how our thoughts and perspectives of these players change because you have the opportunity to watch them wearing that Duke jersey, 
the level of competition goes up and that sort of thing. And I do think Derek Whitehead is going to be an absolute stud for this team this year. And he was the name that I thought of with yes. this question. Blank has that dog in him, but let's do what we did for shooters a little bit earlier. Let's look over the past 15, 20 years. Who comes to mind for you when you're thinking of Blank has that dog in him? That's another really good one. Like, again, I, I don't want to throw out recency bias, but like Paulo. Paulo definitely that, does. Paulo yeah. had that dog in him. I mean, like, like people who say Zion was the, like Zion, but like RJ Barrett was a dog. Yes. I mean, like, we can, that's a reason why they didn't win the national championship right. side. Like, that's another conversation, but like RJ Barrett had that dog in him. Quinn um, Cook in 2015 would get after yep. you. Yep. Quinn Cook. I mean, even go back to when Duke would have won a national championship. It wasn't for injury. Another Jersey guy in Kyrie Irving. He had the dog in him. Like it, there's, there's, there's something about uh, those, those Jersey guys that has that dog in him. <laughs> and you have that dog in you, Kevin. Conway. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, this has been so much fun. Thanks again for taking some time to join me on the program. Give me one final plug for ball Durham. Balldurham.com. Anything you want Duke, we got it. And you can follow us on Twitter at ball underscore Durham. Um, really excited for football. And obviously, like I said, Duke basketball never sleeps. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you again sometime soon, Kevin. Thanks for joining me today. Can't wait, JJ. That's my buddy Kevin Connolly. Check out Ball Durham at Ball underscore Durham on Twitter. You could follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure you follow and subscribe to Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It means the world when you take the time to do that two weeks away from Duke football. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.